Chapter Fourteen of the Tale of Kitty Catydid. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Ivan Yuan from Shanghai High School International Division. The Tales of Kitty Catydid by Arthur Scott Bailey. Kitty keeps his promise. Old Mister Crow flew into a terrible rage when he found the next morning that his committee had not called on Kitty Catydid during the night, and when Chirpy Cricket told him that the weather was too cold for anybody to stay out late, Mister Crow said, "Nonsense! What about Mister Frog?" That was a hard question to answer, and Chirpy Cricket was so afraid of angry Mr. Crow that he promptly hid himself among the roots of a clump of grass. Now, the fact that Mr. Frog had been away from his shop the night before set Mr. Crow to worrying. That slippery tailor has been up to some mischief, Mr. Crow declared. And if he has played a trick on me, I'll never hear the last of it. The old gentleman was so disturbed that he quite lost his appetite during the rest of the day, and he moped and groaned about, hoping for the best, but fearing the worst. One thing that made him especially uneasy was the fact that when he called on Mister Frog, he found the tailor in a gayer mood. That he had ever known him to be in. Mister Frog bounded about his shop like a rubber ball, and the worst of it was he would sing, although Mister Crow begged him, with tears in his eyes, to stop. What's the matter? Mister Frog asked him. Don't you like my voice, or is it the songs I sing? I've a new one that I'd like to sing for you. It's about one of the Catydid family, and I'm sure you'll enjoy hearing it. But Mr. Crow wouldn't stay there any longer. With a long squawk of rage, he scurried away. He was sure then that Mr. Frog had tricked him. That night, Mr. Crow's committee called on Kitty Catydid. It was a fine, warm, moonlit night. And as they drew near Farmer Green's place, they could hear Kitty's shrill music, even while they were still a quarter of a mile away. He plays better than ever," said Freddie Firefly. "I wish Mr. Crow could hear him." And they hurried on, believing that everything was going to turn out right in the end. Mr. Crow will be sorry tomorrow. That he scolded us," said Chirpy Cricket. But the committee met with a sad disappointment when they invited Kitty Catydid to join the Pleasant Valley Orchestra. He told them that he couldn't. Why not? Freddie Firefly asked. "I've promised somebody that I wouldn't," Kitty said. And lowly pressed him for an explanation. He wouldn't give them away. He wouldn't say another word.
it was a downcast company that left Farmer Green's front yard, and they quarrelled among themselves too before they parted. For there wasn't one of them that was willing to tell Mister Crow that Kitty had declined his invitation. But they finally hit upon a plan that suited everybody. They agreed to get Mister Crow's cousin, Jasper Jay, to break the news gently to the old gentleman. It turned out that Jasper was delighted to undertake the task. He hoped. That Mr. Crow would fly into a passion when he heard the sad tale, and Jasper was not disappointed, for old Mr. Crow was furious. It's the work of that sly rascal, Mr. Frog," he squalled. "He must have called on Kitty Katydid and hoodwinked him somehow. I'd like to know what he said." But Mr. Crow never found that out. So Kitty Katydid had another secret, which was known only to himself and Mr. Frog. And Mr. Frog wouldn't tell anybody, because he preferred to tease Mr. Crow. And Kitty Katydid wouldn't tell anybody, because he liked secrets. So when people tried to pry into the affair. He just folded his wings tightly over himself and said nothing. End of chapter fourteen.